G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Let's talk money at a time when, for many of us, things are very tight. While the economic fallout of COVID-19 is going to be with us for a long time, the idea of losing income or being isolated or not being prepared if our economy is slipping into depression is not something we want to take a risk on. So let's get some insights today into being financially resilient in a time of financial crisis. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty, offering a lifeline to people who are trapped in debt. Rosie, a special welcome back to 2020. Thank you. Hello, Neil. Rosie, you guys are dealing with all sorts of issues around people's debt all the time. And it's so easy, isn't it, for money to get out of control, and especially at a time like this? Yeah, absolutely. And um, I suppose for for lots of people, um, certainly the clients that, that we see, there hasn't um, kind of they they were struggling and they continue to struggle and they continue to have have obstacles. But I think what we're we're seeing at the moment um, is just a real increase in the the number of people that are finding themselves either in debt or kind of that pre debt um, situation of I've not got enough money to do everything that I need to and I'm not quite sure how to deal with that. And, um, yeah, I think that we're in the middle of a situation where we're, yeah, as you say, kind of um, it's the start of um, probably a lot of people really struggling um, over a significant period of time rather than it being something that is here now um, but will have got over it in the next few weeks. So it's significant that we're talking about this today. Let's talk about stewardship in all of this because as Christians we're often confronted with the idea that we need to be good stewards of what God has given to us. But sometimes if we haven't got those principles and those basic understandings in our mind and operating them with our finance, we don't necessarily always have a good confidence to say, yes, I'm being a good steward of this money. How do you think of stewardship in relation to having some level of confidence? Yeah, so I think, um, I mean, you used the word financial resilience earlier, um, and I think that that can be be used alongside um, this word of of stewardship. And I think, um, I suppose there's two two things that I'd probably say to that, that there are probably people that are finding themselves in financial difficulty now that are maybe asking themselves questions or um, maybe feels like... um, I'm not sure how I achieve financial resilience now that I feel like I don't have enough money coming in. How do I um, save? How do I um, put food on the table if I've just lost my job? There's this element of crisis management for people. And I think that if there are people listening to this, or maybe we all know probably someone that is feeling that financial crisis, probably 
the conversation around financial resilience and stewardship is one to kind of have to further down the line after we've kind of journeyed through the crisis. Um, but I think for, for those of us um, that are maybe tighter than usual or aware of the economic situation um, but do still have um, income and money and trying to ask ourselves, well, what what's my response in this moment, how do I make sure that I am currently financial resilient, either to put myself in a position to help those around me that aren't, or how do I ensure that if this economic situation continues or even worsens, how do I make sure that I am being a good steward in that kind of biblical context and um, that God would, would ask us to. And I think from um, CAP's perspective, there are so many things that people can do looking at biblical foundations that um, can help people in that space of financial resilience and stewardship. One of those, probably the most obvious, be putting a budget together and looking at a budget. How much money have I got coming in? How much is going out? Do I have an ability to, to save? What am I saving for? How am I spending my money? Am I spending money on the things that I think are important? Or am I spending money on places where maybe I don't need to spend money? And I think the beauty of putting a budget together is that you can actually ask yourself those questions and have clarity on where um, your money is going. But probably deeper than that, um, there's things like how do I relate to other people with my money and what does money make me feel and do I have any sense that my identity is wrapped up in my money and therefore if I had less money or more money, how would that make me feel? I think they're important biblical foundations for us and questions for us to be asking as well as how do I relate to the other people around me in my world? So if we're married, how do we talk about our finances with our partner, our husbands our, and friends? Is this something that I'm okay talking about? I think the Bible um, quite clearly says that money is a resource for us, but it shouldn't be something that controls us or it becomes our master. And therefore, this is a good moment, I think, for us to be asking those um, what can be very deep, difficult questions. Rosie, all of a sudden, from going well and things going uh, hummingly along uh, to COVID-19 hitting and all of a sudden the debts begin to mount. Is there a certain sense that we can have a level of shame around asking for help? Because if we get a hold of that early, no doubt, uh, we can bring things under control. But if you're ashamed of what's happening and your debts are mounting and you won't ask for help, things will likely get worse. What are your thoughts around this idea of being ashamed to ask for help? Yeah, well, I mean, absolutely, you're you're 100% right. And I think there's something within our human condition that um, with money, we want to be seen to be doing well with it. And when we're not, we can be deeply, deeply ashamed. And if our clients that we currently serve are anything to go by, the statistics or the conversations that we have where we find information out. Roughly, currently, it takes people 18 months to two years to go from a point of them thinking, do you know what, I'm, I'm out of control here, to asking for help. And the reasons for that are shame. They're people not wanting, they're, I can 
um, I can solve this on my own. I want to solve this on my own. I got myself into this mess and I need to get myself out of it. And people um, don't want to admit that they've made a mistake or there's been a difficult circumstance happen. I think one of the interesting things that has happened through this crisis is that um, there's probably more of a recognition that people have found themselves in a very difficult position, maybe outside of their own control. And so I still think that currently people that are starting to feel the financial pressure through loss of job or change of income or a difficult circumstance through COVID-19, while they do, they are feeling ashamed and struggling to ask for help. I, my hope and prayer is that people really would recognise that there have been a whole lot of circumstances that have happened that are out of our control. Um, I think as Christians, we, we know that ultimately we, we are out of control, um, probably um, in a different way to, to those that don't have a Christian faith. And so, yeah, I think it's um, it's a, a good... Um, I suppose it's an opportunity for people to ask for help during this time um, while we, while we recognise that there are lots of people struggling. Um, but you're absolutely right. Shame is a big barrier for people asking for help. But I would encourage anyone listening to this that um, asking for help sooner rather than later is absolutely the best thing. And there's often lots that you can do, even if you're at a point of thinking, do you know what, this could be a problem. It's not yet a problem. Um, but um, asking for help is, 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 a, is hard for people. You know, I came across a different take on resilience in the recent bushfire crisis when I was talking to one minister of the gospel who said, you know, it's not the ones who are the victims uh, uh, that need the resilience, but those who were not the victims in the way that they help the ones that are. I wonder if the same sort of thing happens with uh, the idea of going into debt because we might be thinking, listening to a conversation like ours today, oh, this doesn't apply to me, it applies to such and such, my neighbour. There's a certain sense here in which we all need to have a level of financial resilience to help one another through. Absolutely. I think that um, that is spot on in terms of the biblical foundation. We know how the early church started and um, any of us that have read, read Acts recently, um, the way that they share their possessions and their financial resources is um, extraordinary. And therefore, I think there is a, a big responsibility on us. Um, there's, a, there's a call for us to, for each of us to look at our current financial situations um, and to, to look at how we might be able to help other people, whether that be our neighbours and the people that, that live close to us, whether it be our family members, whether it be the people we work with, um, for, for these places that we call our community and our church community, how, how do we um, support one another in a way that maybe is more than just a, I'm supporting you you know there's a difference sometimes between saying I'm supporting you and actually um, us sharing our financial resources and our possessions with one another and I think this is a huge opportunity for the church to really show the the world the nation other people what it is to follow Jesus and how we can put each other first and love each other as um, 
as Jesus loves us. Rosie, so much to talk about when we discuss the idea of debt. And uh, let me just ask you about Christians Against Poverty because you have a nationwide reach. People can access some of the resources that you are providing to get back on track. Uh, Give us a little, in a nutshell, insight into how you can be helpful to people who are in this level of debt right now and needing to get a little bit of resilience to be able to go through it. Yeah, so we've got a helpline number that people can call, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll give at the end of this segment. And as people call us, we've got a designated team based at our head office that wherever you find yourself, um, we'll be able to give you advice. And um, hopefully we'll have um, a church that's trained up to help you. Now, normally, that service would be face-to-face. It would be in people's homes. Um, thankfully, um, thanks to lots of clever and talented people, we've been able to, to work out solutions for continuing to be able to help people through this um, COVID crisis. So um, a lot of that is now happening over the phone and via internet and web connections with people um, and making sure essentially that we can get as much information on people's debt situation as possible, put a solution together. There's always a solution, whatever, however difficult or um, hard the circumstances, there's always a way out. And we're able to put a plan together. Sometimes it might take three years, four years um, to become debt-free, but there is always a solution. And our caseworkers negotiate with creditors, which I think is a huge part of the the process um, in that we can um, advocate and negotiate and kind of do some of the, the, the work that becomes very, very difficult when you're in financial stress to put a plan together to enable someone to put one foot in front of the other and start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, um, yeah, we, we see many, many people get to the other side. We celebrate people becoming debt-free all the time and that's a great point of celebration for us as an organisation but ultimately for those individuals that have often um, walked a very difficult and hard road to get there. Perhaps no better time to start than when you realise things are getting out of control. Rosie Kendall is CEO of Christians Against Poverty and the website to go to is capost, A-U-S-T, C-A-P-A-U-S-T, capost.org. You mentioned a helpline, Rosie. What's the helpline number? Yeah, so it's one three hundred two two seven triple zero. One three hundred two two seven triple zero. Christians Against right. Poverty. Rosie, thanks so much for the update today on 2020. Thank you. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.